Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here and I have a very very special guest today. I have Dr. Jessica Goyke. She is a vitalistic chiropractor living in Bend, Oregon, and we are talking all about nervous system work. I am so, so excited for you to hear this conversation. Nervous system work has been something that's been in my field probably for the last two years, but I've taken it really seriously over the last year, and I have had the pleasure of having Jessica as a one-on-one client and quickly realized just how incredibly brilliant she is with this work. She was able to overcome her own anxiety, dramatically improve her menstrual symptoms that she was experiencing, and ultimately used it to uncover the confidence that she needed to follow her dreams and start her own business. She now sees people in person in Bend for chiropractic appointments, but she's not like a normal chiropractor. She's not going to like snap and force your body into different positions. She truly takes a holistic approach, and she also offers what she calls neural integration to help her clients have even more bandwidth. The analogy that I like to use here is stress is kind of like a bucket, and if you just keep putting droppers in, eventually it's going to overflow, right? So we need to make sure that we have tools to dump the bucket out so that we can actually have more capacity to handle things. Dr. Jessica also works with people online. She has programs. We talk about one in this interview called Lighten Your Load, where she helps you learn how you can actually increase your capacity for stress and how to start doing that nervous system work for yourself. This has truly been one of my favorite conversations that I've had on the podcast so far, and I know you're absolutely going to love Dr. Jessica. I want to give a huge thank you to her for coming on. I believe this is her first ever podcast interview. I love being people's first interviews. And some updates from me before we dive in. So the launch for Amplify has ended. I'm so excited because we had our first call as of the day that this podcast episode airs. We had our first call yesterday and it has truly been one of the most important things that I've ever created. I did the outline for call one on Tuesday and I remember thinking like, I have already provided $333 worth of value and that was a really, really good feeling. And that was just for call one. We've got three more calls left. If you have been waiting to work with me, I'm going to be announcing something really exciting probably next week. I actually haven't seen this done before in the business industry. I mean, I know people have done this, but I haven't seen it done before. And I personally haven't done it before. But I wanted to offer a pay what you want 
option for a one-on-one call with me. I think this is going to be really great. I know that financial barriers are very real for some business owners. And for me, I've been trying to brainstorm ways that I can give back. And while I don't think I'm going to offer this more than once a year, I wanted to open up a limited number of spots for people to pay what they want for them to get business coaching, business mentoring, and an entire hour with me to ask any questions that you have about your business, what you might be struggling with, things that are blocking you, things that are stumping you asking just like, what do I even do next here? How do I create content? How do I make my copywriting sound more enticing and make it sound like me? I am super excited about this. So I'll probably announce that next week. So even if you have worked with me before, and even if you have paid full price for a session, you can still get in on this, but I am going to be having just a very limited number of spots for this. And these calls will be happening over May, June, and July. So from purchase, you have three months to book in with your call. So if you want to use it and dive in right away. Awesome. If you want to save it in your back pocket until something pops up, because inevitably as an entrepreneur, things always pop up. They always pop up. So stay tuned for that. I'm really pumped on that. And without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this interview with Dr. Jessica. I'm so excited because today I have a very special guest. I have Dr. Jessica here. We're going to be talking all things nervous system. And I'm really excited because you are a business owner and this is the work that you do and you share with people. And I've had such a pleasure of having you as a client for the last couple of months and you've graduated now. And I'm so excited to talk about the work that you do because I really think that it's going to help so many people. So for my audience who might not know you, can you give a little bit of a background on yourself? Sure. Thanks so much for having me. And yeah, it's such a joy as someone who um, loves also working with business owners in the sense that we can all, we all need this work. (laughs) Thank you for the intro. I always have a hard time with intros. I'll say that because I, I find that our little labels and the things we identify as ourselves are just such a small piece of us. Um, I found nervous system healing work through chiropractic and that's sort of how I began this journey myself. It was work that I really needed myself. Um, As a teenager, I was just kind of drawn to chiropractic because I had different body pains and different things that like no one could really tell me it was normal. Um, I met a lovely mother-daughter chiropractic team that helped me understand like really the, the philosophy behind it. And it was this deep understanding that our body is meant to heal itself. It's meant to maintain our health. It's meant to help us recover from everything and find balance throughout life. And when that's not happening, that it it's basically signaling that like something is off, something is deeply off. And, um, that journey of receiving care and feeling better in my body led me to go to chiropractic school where, um, I started to learn more about it, started to apply it, learn, a lot about traditional chiropractic, which most people know of and think of as cracking bones, uh, twisting of the spine. And um, I, about midway through that program, went through what I call my midlife chiro school crisis, where (laughs) my body started responding really poorly to that work. Um, And it was like something where we were literally just doing classes all day long of like, you're going to practice this now on someone else. And then you're going to receive like that forceful, um, adjustment into your spine. And to me, my body just was more sensitive than most folk. I couldn't handle it. And all of a sudden, like, I remember specifically getting up off the table after one 
adjustment by another uh, fellow student. And I stood up and I literally just, I was totally good. And then I stood up and I felt like I had the flu instantly. And my body was just like, I can't handle this. Like it's too much. And I kind of had this like identity crisis of like, who am I? What am I doing? How can I do this to others? If this is what it's, you know, creating in my own system. And it just like was a really deep time in my life where I, um, I knew I couldn't go forward and move forward with where I was at and the way the universe works. Like it just opened doors within a couple of weeks. I had met a friend who introduced me to the gentle nervous system. Um, it's called tonal. There's a lot of, it's, there's a lot of like ways to find it, but tonal chiropractic, um, that just started to open up my body and my nervous system and allow healing that I did not know was even possible, um, through chiropractic and through the nervous system and was led to meet the perfect people along my path to really teach me and guide me on how to, um, really learn how to, access what my one mentor calls it. I mean, he literally says the greatest technology on the planet is within you. Yeah. And I believe that so truly. Um, and it's, it's really housed within your nervous system and that that's, yeah, that's a little bit about my journey and how I got to where I am today. I love that. And I mean, just another example of how being sensitive is actually a superpower because I like before meeting you, I had no idea that any other form of chiropractics uh, existed besides like the crack. I'm gonna like put you on this thing and just like really like kind of aggressively adjust your spine. And like, I've had that in the past, um, after injuries. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't, I can't tell if it works or not. Like, I guess because they're telling me it works, then it kind of does. And then learning more about what you do and how you actually incorporate it within our bodies. It felt a lot more empowering, you know, your form of it, because you're really allowing the person to connect with their body. So let's talk a little bit more about the nervous system. I know we we could probably go a bunch of different directions with that. But when you talk about the nervous system, what are you referring to? And I think a lot of people are like, oh, I've heard that word. It's like kind of a hot topic lately. So can you shed a little bit more light on that? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. And I do feel like it's becoming more of a hot topic, which I'm so happy to hear about. And you're right, we're getting like little sprinklings of understanding. But really, what I like people to understand and learn about their nervous system the most is that it is your perception system. It is taking in information and reading your environment and then processing that information just constantly. So literally, since you were developing in your mother's womb, they say about 50% of your personality and how you respond to the world is developed in your mother's womb which is insane. That's wild. Insane. That's wild. <laughs> so you come into <laughs> life and then you just start picking up and downloading through your nervous system. So you can think of your senses. You can think of sight, smell, taste, touch. Intuition is an extension of your nervous system. Um, I love that you talk so much about that and, and teach people how to tune into that because that is really getting more in tune with your nervous system. If you're having a hard time tuning in with that, probably is an indicator that your nervous system needs a little more regulation. And you have like a bandwidth, I call it, at which to process life. And when you're processing things well, you might think of like simple things like, you know, I, I watched a great movie. I read a great book. I went for a walk with a friend. I connected with this person. Like things that you process real time, they literally raise the frequency of your nervous system. They help you grow and evolve. And the things that we don't process well they can be things that we might perceive as stressful. They might not. They could even be like 
too big of an amazing experience that your body couldn't fully process in the moment. That's the stuff that gets sort of stuck in our nervous system and it like clogs the machine and it like keeps us from, instead of growing and expanding from experiences, we're now like holding on to too much baggage. Mm -hmm. So you may like, if you've heard of your nervous system before too, you may have heard of like the idea that the body keeps a score and the body holds on to the things from the past and it just it lives through it as if it's happening now. So I kind of think of the nervous system as anything that is not processed or integrated. It's it's like the lenses, the glasses you're wearing and we can feel it physically and it can impact like how we feel in our bodies or how our organs are functioning. And it can impact, I think even more potently, our perceptual lens of the world. And it can make us feel more anxious or make us mm-hmm. feel jaded based on the experiences that we've not fully processed through our nervous system. Yeah. And I love that you brought up too, like too much of like a really great thing can also be a burden on your nervous system as well. So, you know, and I'm sure we'll dive into this more, but I'm curious because a lot of us are like, okay, well, now I recognize that it's too much. I am feeling over emotional. I feel like I'm in pain. Like I, like for me, when I think about like, what does it feel like when my nervous system is dysregulated? And I'm like, I just feel like I can't handle anything. It's like, I have like no resiliency whatsoever. So what does that actually look like in terms of you get to that point, you realize like, wow, that was too much for me to handle. What is, what is the next step then? Is it like, okay, I need to identify the emotions. I need to sit with them. Like, what does that next part look like? That's such a great question as well. One of the things I like to teach, which is such a, a visual thing, and I'm going to try to put it into words, but is really understanding like, I think awareness is our first tool to most things in life. We have to be aware of some level. You're talking right now about like awareness of how I'm feeling and dysregulated in my body and what's the next step. Well, the way I view it is I like to take a bird's eye view and I really zoom back and I really look at like this full spectrum of health and we can think of it like from being in survival to thrival. And we can think of it being like being in disease and sickness or being in optimal health. We can name it different things, but it is so helpful to know where am I in this moment roughly? I mean, just getting it at a point in your mind of where you are on that spectrum to then allow yourself kind of that blueprint to move forward. Like if you've been stuck in survival mode for weeks, months, years, you have a different process forward than if you are normally thriving in optimal health and you're just like having like a hard moment, right? So there's kind of like first identifying like kind of, wow, like, yeah, I'm, I've been housing a lot of stress for a long time. Like I'm maybe surviving, I'm doing okay. But like, I feel like there's there's got to be more to life than this. And then there's like that, like, yeah, like you're, you're feeling you're normally regulated or you're normally like operating at a pretty good level and handling life pretty well, but then you feel dysregulated. Ultimately though, I mean, I think the first steps are to really learn and how to cue signal or signal safety within your body. Um, especially as a, as a woman and a female in this world, that's like our number one thing. Um, Mm -hmm. if you've learned anything about masculine feminine energies, it's like, we need to feel safe in order to like move then into any other energy. So learning to cue safety in your system, the most simple tool to do that is to, um, work with your breath and they're amazing, like much more complex breath works than, but I like to teach them simple. Um, so even just practicing and doing an inhale of five counts and then an exhale of seven counts where you are extending that exhale, that is turning on your parasympathetic or your rest and digest the relaxed portion of your nervous system. And there are so many ways to do this. You can 
dance and sing. You can laugh. You can cry. There's so many ways. And I think when you just make that click in your head that, oh, this is actually me like down regulating. And this is part of me like doing the the work or the play, however you want to call it, to get to move forward and move out of this, I think can be maybe your first step. I'm really glad too that you brought up that the exhale has to be longer than the inhale as well. And is this useful then, let's say you are like triggered in the moment and you're like, wow, okay, like I I can tell, like I'm really like lit up. I feel really like activated right now. Is this also helpful in terms of, I don't want to say, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be more of like prevention versus reaction in the moment. Could you do, let's say like those breathwork exercises daily to help build up your resiliency? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I describe it is like, you can use that in the moment, but it's going to be more potent if you have like kind of put in those, I call them neural networks or like habits in your nervous system, making it automatic or normal to like breathe that way, Mm -hmm. even if it's like one time a day. Right. So yeah, you're practicing it. Um, you know, if you're not, if you're feeling dysregulated or stressed already, like just start doing it. Right. I mean, that's, it's just a starting point. If you're like feeling pretty good, but you know, you have some moments where you come out of alignment, whatever you want to call it, then yeah, you're practicing it like a few times a day when you feel regulated. And then it just becomes this quick tool to just plug in. And like, for me, it's like, I can close my eyes and do three breaths and come back to a regulated place, depending on if you've done that work before or not that training, like we said, laying down the neural networks in your nervous system is going to like become more solid the more you practice it. Okay. Gosh, I have so many questions, so many different directions that I want to go. So (laughs) I have a lot of women that listen to this show, especially high achieving, high level business owners. And I'm curious, you know, not to say that there's any like gold standards of how you should be in quotes, but if someone were to have a regulated nervous system, could you paint me a picture of that versus... What I think a lot of us maybe we try to like make excuses for, or like we've just been living in that like high stress state for so long that like we've been in our masculine energy so long that we maybe don't even realize that we are in a stressed out state. Um, So what are kind of like those two sides? What did those look like? You know, the one that we're often more familiar with is the like dysregulated state. And we're like, I feel stressed or overwhelmed, or maybe it just, maybe you're not it's not that you're there all the time, but like you can really strongly identify with those feelings. Literally like being in pain and in discomfort can be not necessarily like it depends on what the onset was, right? But it can be an indicator that your body is feeling dysregulated. Um, burnout, that's a huge one. What that tells me is that your body has been operating in like a really high nervous system, like brain constantly on state for too long, essentially. And it's like, mitigating burnout. There's a lot, there's like a whole recipe to it. Right. But that's a really strong one that I see. Um, is it just means you've been in that go-go mode for too long. And it's like, how can you find some more balance in your life? So you create what you talk about, like sustainability Mm -hmm. in your business. Um, and then that other side of the spectrum. Yeah, it really is like, to me, I was so unaware and unconnected to this for so long. Like the words, like, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to identify that. So it's like, <laughs> it's kind it is, of like it's first hard. asking yourself, yeah, it's first asking yourself, like, who would I be without like the stress in my life? And often you're going to get like a blank stare, <laughs> like you're not going to get the instant answer. Um, but as you start to become more regulated and more connected, then it's like, wow, I can feel, you know, I can actually relax at the end of my day. That's a really big sign of of having a more regulated nervous system is, um, 
at the end of your day, you can relax and you can turn off the work. You can Mm -hmm. put it away and you can be present. Um, If you are like numbing with technology and um, phone, food, whatever it may be, that can be a sign too. If your body's seeking regulation, it just doesn't yet have the tools in place to find it. That's one way to seek that regulation. And not saying that's all bad. There's just tools of awareness there. And then the like some of the other words, like I think of resiliency is a great word. It means, you know, optimal health and being in thrival, thriving and thrival, however you want to say it, um, doesn't mean that life is perfect. It means we have a high level of adaptability. So mm-hmm. um, I always talk about what happens on the inside of our body is then going to be mirrored outward. And for our body, it, it's a state called homeostasis. And it's just a long, fancy word that means balance, it means when life happens and we move off center, we come back. So in that state, you're you're also you're more receptive. You can it's like you can listen. Right. You've, you've talked to someone before who can't actually hear what you're saying. You have the receptivity to listen. You are able to be discerning. Um, boundaries come really naturally when you have a regulated nervous system. It's almost like they just emanate from your nervous system. You don't have to consciously think of them. They just are there. (laughs) It's like, this is the protective thing. Yeah. Those are some of the words and things that I think of when you ask that. That just made so much sense as you said that. Like so many women, so many women struggle with boundaries. And it's probably because we've had dysregulated nervous systems because we're also, you know, like very prone to people pleasing. That's how we were taught. Like we got to be the the good girl, the helper. Like it's pretty much like for most of us. And I think this is probably changing now, but like we're, we're just raised to be, you know, there and be helpful and be kind. And like all these other things like totally get pushed under the rug. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your experience with, I mean, it sounds like nervous system regulation helped you overcome so many different things in your own personal health and, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the anxiety piece because I think that, I mean, especially with the last couple of years happening, I think there are just heightened levels of anxiety. And for me, I didn't realize that I like had or experienced anxiety until somebody sat me down and was like, this is what it is. Because before that, like hearing just like the normal definition, I was like, eh, I don't really resonate with that. And then somebody was like, hey, actually, like you you probably do have this. So I'd love to hear about that journey for you and anything that you found particularly helpful in that. And yeah, just, I mean, this is just, it's so common right now. And I think that this this conversation is going to help a lot of people. Absolutely. That was so just to start, and maybe I can identify with some of those folks that are in that experience right now. I mean, that was me as literally like a young child until (laughs) my early 20s, maybe that I felt just very anxious and tense in my skin. And like, when you're there, you have some awareness of it. But it's like you, you also don't really know what would be different, right? It's hard to kind of like you said, it's hard to like identify sometimes with the definition, because when you're in the perceptual lens, it's hard to imagine what it could be really truly like unless you felt it. So for myself, I really didn't have like any other experience in that for mo- like the first big portion of my life. And the way I look at it now, one thing that I'm really conscious of with language is that I say that I am experiencing anxiety if that comes on, um, because one that helps us remove, like remove ourselves a little bit from it. And view it more like any other emotional state that's sort of meant to move through us. And the other thing that I, so when I view anxiety, I view like a nervous system or a person that is 
running a lot of sort of, it could be stress, worry, fear about something happening in the future. And, um, it's almost like that nervous system is like pulled forward on their timeline and it's not here now. So you're, you're becoming sort of disconnected from, from the body. There's like not so much conscious awareness going in the body. We're pulled kind of into the future. And how I view it is like, we have to, we have to help the nervous system kind of process that, that future stress, if you want to call it, um, to actually help it kind of like reset and, part of that, I mean, there's, there is, there's so much conditioning uh, into who we are as women and like just human beings right now in society that we have to keep up with a certain pace or we need to achieve certain things by certain timelines. A lot of that creates that sensation of anxiety. So it's part of that comes back to that idea of like, me like it was learning to signal safety within my body because that brought me back in my body and that brought me to present moment awareness and learning how to actually really connect with feeling into different areas of my body um particularly like with anxiety it's like we're gonna live mostly here our head and up and then like so what's the opposite of that? How do we repattern that? It's like learning to connect to your body, your neck, your chest, your belly, your womb, your pelvis and below. Um, that's all, that was all part of my process. A lot of that, a lot of me overcoming that was receiving this nervous system healing, hands-on work, bringing myself back into my body. And what it's also doing is it's helping me integrate the experiences that kind of pulled me forward on that mm-hmm. timeline, as I said, and then learning now as a woman who feels more regulated most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, now I have the tools and awareness to see. And that's why I say I'm experiencing anxiety is because that is actually just a sign or a signal. You can think of it like your check engine light that my body is moving away from regulation. Mm-hmm. Me experiencing anxiety is a signal from my body that I'm moving away from regulation. So what am I going to do? I'm going to return back to my tools, my tools that signal safety, my tools that bring me in the body. And then also like learning how to talk to myself (laughs) through those times, learning to compassionately talk to myself. Sometimes also a big tool that has helped me overcome anxiety is because I always say this, our nervous system doesn't know the difference between yesterday, today, and the future. Um, putting myself then in the future where that thing is already done and feeling that in my body now, because that is actually like feeling present. But even though it's about the thing in the future, Mm -hmm. I'm finding that present moment. Excuse me. Did I hear you say you want a glowing skin, longer, more full hair, and to be more resistant to injury? Or is that just me? No, I know it can't just be me. And I have been loving this product lately. I've talked about it on the podcast before, Organifi Glow. So this is plant-based, made for natural collagen support. So after the age of 30, which is really fucking unfortunate, but after the age of 30, we start to decline in what we produce for collagen. Collagen is the thing that makes our skin feel plump and elastic and shiny and glowy. It's also the thing that makes our hair grow. 
and is the thing that when you're working out, you're actually breaking down more tissue. So we need to be able to regenerate this. I absolutely love Organifi Glow because it tastes like a pink gummy bear. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but it tastes like a pink gummy bear. I love taking it hot. And I know that I'm getting in extra collagen support. So this is not the same thing as collagen. It does not have collagen in it, but it has the things like vitamin C that we need in order to make collagen. Organifi Glow has coconut water powder. It has tremella mushroom, which is also known as the beauty mushroom. This is a medicinal mushroom, not a psychoactive mushroom. It also has rose hips, which are great for vitamin C as well, and pomegranate extract. I like to have a cup of this mid-morning to signal to my brain that like, hey, it's time to like start diving into things. I'm really big lately into using cues and habit stacking. So I make my cup of Organifi Glow and then I know it's time to get into my creative writing. I put on my one specific binaural beats track that is really great for focus and I dive in and I get so much content done in just a span of 15 to 20 minutes. I absolutely love it. And I have really seen so much benefit in my hair, my skin, my nails all of the things by using this because you can take as much external collagen as you want. I'm about to turn 32, so I know my collagen is in decline, which is really sad, but if you don't have enough vitamin C, it isn't going to make a difference. You have to make sure that you have the vitamin C along with the collagen, so this is why it's so great for collagen support. If you want to try out some Organifi Glow, you can use my discount code expand for 15% off. All you have to do is go to Organifi.com. That's Organifi with an I, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use the code expand, E-X-P-A-N-D to get 15% off Glow or any of their other incredible products. I am obsessed with Harmony. It is a hormone balancing hot chocolate and it is so fucking good. I love to use it as a nightcap. I also have been really obsessed with their protein powder lately as well. I really, really love the vanilla one. It is a plant-based protein powder and it's the only one that I've found that doesn't taste like dirt. If you end up ordering Glow, be sure to tag me on Instagram and use the hashtag gummy bear water. I'm totally going to make it a thing. <laughs> it really does. It like tastes like a pink gummy bear. It's so delicious. It has notes of lemon and raspberry and I know you're absolutely going to love it. So I just went through like a weird neck thing that, you know, is just like my giant wake up call always of like, yep, you were trying to do too much. And I was like, well, I'm not even doing as much as I was last time. You want me to like, like, hey universe, you want me to like do even less? And apparently the answer is yes. But I realized just how powerful like the language that we use with ourselves is like, I knew that from brain rewiring, but it was just like such this, like, I don't know why I didn't connect it to the physical body. Like, for me, like the thought that kept running through my mind was like, oh, my neck is so tight. It's like so tight. Like I was like, oh, I can't move it. I can't stretch it. And I actually realized that every time I was like saying the word tight, it would like tighten up even more. And it was just like this terrible negative cycle. So I had to replace that sentence with my neck isn't feeling quite as loose as I would like it to. And even just like the word loose, like every single time I said it, I was like, oh my God, there's more space and more space. And I was just like, this is like, crazy, like how empowering this is to realize just like how much control you do actually have over those situations as well. So I'm so glad that you mentioned the way that you talk to yourself. Do you have any tips for people listening on, okay, maybe they recognize that they're like kind of a dick to themselves, but do you have any tips on like, here's how to actually be nicer? Like, is that journaling? Is that, you know, I know we always hear the basic, like, well, talk to yourself as if you would talk to like a child or a friend, but what actually worked for you in that instance? 
Oh yeah. Let's see. So yeah, learning to talk to yourself in a, in a way, and like, it really does come down to like these deep seated beliefs that we have. And like, there's so many ways to go about this, um, and kind of how you can see and view and identify them. Um, for example, your brain rewiring is a wonderful way to deeply identify like these root problems. But I think you're right. Like there's so much like when we talk about our body and like most of us have not been taught to really have a great relationship with our body. So to me, I mean, a lot of it was just like, this is how I view anything in life. It's like who we surround ourselves with, like that's going to change the language in our mind and our body. So to me, I mean, the biggest part about changing my language was really surrounding myself with people that had like a wonderful relationship with their bodies and deeply understood that they, their body is so capable of so much and can heal through um, whatever it faces and that, you know, whatever we do face, we, we can be, we can grow through that and gain something from it. Um, even if it is something challenging. So I think that was, that has always been a big tool for me is like find and listen and surround yourself with those who are maybe speaking how you'd like to speak. And journaling is a great way to explore and hear your voice on paper. Um, I love the, I think it's morning pages where you just like free, write. I love that to just identify and hear like, where am I at? Like where I'm not like trying to talk all pretty. Like I'm just hearing my general underlying tone because if there is a lot of that negative voice, which is so common for us, that's another like indicator that there's, there's, there's stuff below the surface. that's kind of like clogging us, um, clogging us. I keep using that word, but like, no, I'm like, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Clogging, (laughs) like causing that, like not able to communicate that way. Yeah. As you were talking earlier when you were like, yeah, I'm connecting with like my essentially like your chest down. I'm like, what does my foot feel like? (laughs) I'm like trying to sit here and wonder, like it really, like nobody teaches this stuff in school. Like it's like, they're like, here's math. And like, you're good. And I'm like, I don't need math. I need to, I need to know how to feel safe in my body. Like it's such a big conversation again, especially for women. Like I talk a lot about money with women and when we might think about it surface level, like, sure. Yeah. We like kind of feel safe around money. And then you dive into it a little bit deeper and it's like, well, we as women just got bank accounts in 1970. So like, it really hasn't been that long that we've been, you know, in charge of money and just kind of like those deep-seated beliefs of like, oh, I'm not good with money. I don't deserve it. Like when we actually start to go into those, we might start to notice like we really don't feel safe holding money. I'm curious if you're, you know, whatever you're willing to share on this, because I know you and I have talked a lot about money and, and holding it and receiving it, how that journey has been for you in terms of using nervous system regulation as a tool to not only like generate more money, but to hold it as well. Oh, yes. Such such important work. And it's kind of like, I mean, it's like any facet of our life, we could plug in the nervous system work and it's going to like germinate into the other areas of life. But looking, I think finances are a really important place to look, especially if you do feel like stressed or scarce around it. And it like thinking again of like, it's almost like we could have a bandwidth, like I talked about for processing life for like all these different areas. And like, you might feel like you have this big bandwidth, maybe emotionally, because you like hold space for clients in a certain way, or you might feel like you have this big bandwidth physically, because you are able to, you're very capable in your body. And then you like, look at your finances and you're like, well, I actually feel like I have this super narrow bandwidth because I can only handle so much before I like go into stress and chaos. And and you were spot on that, that, I mean, 
one like foundational way to understand your nervous system too is the first seven years of life is when you are just you're just downloading the things in your environment, how your parents are. So like how your mom behaved around money, how your dad behaved around money, those become programs in your nervous system. And then your life beyond seven, it's like anything that (laughs) didn't serve you is most likely going to be holding you back until you actively like rewire it. And I think one of the biggest things that we can do is, um, and something I've been working on probably for years, but pretty much since I started a business is like regulating my nervous system when I'm in activity with money. So that might be as simple as doing a breathing exercise or connecting within my body while I'm opening my bank account, (laughs) while I am um, receiving a, a payment invoice from a client. Like expressing gratitude is one of the highest vibrational states you can have. It's like laying down again, a new neural network in your body where you are then creating that that loop or that pattern in your body where it's like I'm receiving money and I'm grateful right and that opens up your nervous system to possibility versus like locking it down into stress and scarcity it's kind of like that fight flight freeze you talk about like or you've probably heard about when we're in that state we're not open to possibility we are very much so in survival mode if that is you around money, then yeah, it comes, it starts with tending to your nervous system and getting yourself out of that state through what I would think of as just simple little things to start. Um, one of another one that I love, this was from Kate Northrup and she takes, she showed me how to take your hands and put them on the back of your low rib cage and breathe into that area. And just like bringing some breaths in, closing your eyes, maybe feeling like the heaviness of your bones sinking into the ground, just a little awareness exercise to then tap into your body and then like go forth and do the things you need to do with money and then do another regulating activity that will help your body kind of process some of the stress around it. And then just like we just talked about with like journaling and deeper beliefs and brain rewiring as all another like take that a step further, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's so many layers too. And it kind of is with being a business owner, you know, it's one thing to make the money. It's a whole different thing to have and to hold the money, which is something that I've really been working on a lot lately. I realized that I was stuck in this pattern of essentially like, stressing myself out to make money because I was worried that without that stress, I was like, would I even work? Would I even do anything? And that, you know, part of that is like me not trusting and surrendering. But a lot of that was having a dysregulated nervous system around money. I was like, you know what? I don't like at my core, I was like, I don't think I feel worthy of having this. I was the oldest of four kids and my parents were quite young when they had me as is the story for a lot of um, oldest kids, especially ones that are my age. And they probably struggled with money quite a bit when I was younger. I didn't notice really. I mean, my body did, but like I, as a kid was like, "Ah, I'm just like playing with toys. It's fine. But I carry that now into an adult. And I look at my siblings who are younger than me by quite a few years. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think they struggle in the same way that I do. Like that, you know, we're just like very different people in that way. And for a while I was like really upset. I was like, why do I have to deal with this? Like, I was like, I don't want to struggle with money. Like, give me any other struggle, you know, grass is greener. I was like, nah, that other struggle looks better than this one. And I realized it's because I have the capacity 
to heal it within myself. And hopefully, you know, if I choose to have kids in the future, I can like, you know, help them with their relationship with that as well. So I'm curious because you are a newer mom, um, how some of this work has affected either like your day-to-day routines. If you have found that you like need to rely on tools, not even like more heavily now, but like what that looks like now having a, a younger kid in the house. Well, that's wonderful awareness, first of all. And you were you were definitely given that that challenge per se for yeah. a reason. <laughs> you are definitely made to, yes, rewrite it and show others how to do the same. Um, as a yeah, as a mama with a two, just over two-year-old in the house. Um, I mean, life, how do I describe it? I mean, I I've literally called it like the alchemy of motherhood, where like the it's like creating diamonds, like like you have so much less time in your day and like it's some of the most fulfilling work to be present and to be there for your child. Um, so I like my life has changed a lot since having pre-baby. And sometimes it's hard to even remember those days of having like long hours to do many, many things in the morning. Um, so what I look of it as is like, as a, as a mother, I am finding micro moments now within my day to help myself process and integrate what has built up. And I'm using once again, that awareness of my bandwidth to navigate my day and see like, how much capacity do I do I have? And how much can I like extend and then be able to still have the presence for my son, like at the end of the day, when we're doing nighttime routines and all the things where to me, it's actually so, so, so important important for parents to be present at the end of the day. And yet that can be the most challenging like time to be present because you've already experienced so much in your day. So it's me, it's like even more of a motivator to open and expand my bandwidth to my greatest capacity possible because that to me is so important. And it's probably because I don't really feel like I actively had it. Um, my parents are super loving and and all those things and great parents, but it's like the same thing of where they were just working so full time in that kind of hustle grind mode where at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, our their bodies were just trying to reset again and find harmony. And as a kiddo, I'm like, well, well, I need your, I need you to fill my cup now. Right. I need our connection time. Like as a child, that's, that's just a deep bond that we share with our parents and and something that they are responsible for in the first year of our years of our life. So that to me has been like the most important motivator to keep expanding my bandwidth and to keep practicing my regulating tools and building that bandwidth, I guess, for, for life during this season. Does that look like then, you know, like family dinners and playtime after dinner and just like really remaining present? That would be my most ideal thing. We, it's not that we always do that, but yes, it's like we get home and we have time to play and connect. And um, yeah, uh, my son, Rory, we make dinner together a lot. So that's a really great way to like be present, keep doing the things we need to do and like have him involved. And then it might be like just creating some special time at the end of the day where it's like, we're just doing everything he wants to do because a lot of the day as a parent is like, I want to be there for you, but I'm also doing all these things. So I can't necessarily play with you or do these different things. So it's like kind of navigating that um, relationship and connection. And to me, it's, um, I'm very aware of that energy I'm putting into the room and by no means am I perfect. And I know my son will have things to work on as well. Um, That's just human nature. And that's going to be his job one day is to rewire the things that don't work well for him. And and I'll be there to remind him, but yeah, it's, it's my job and my, um, 
I strive to show up in a certain way um, to be loving and compassionate and present for him because I know that's really going to shape a lot of areas in his life, especially like I think about his inner voice. Like I want him to feel confident in ways that um, maybe I didn't receive as a child, just that inner voice. So yeah, that's so important. And I'm sure you're going to pass down a lot of these regulation tools to him as well. I'm curious what you think would happen if we, okay, I mean, maybe we were taught this in school. Like what would that look like in the world? Or maybe if like everybody had had these tools. Mm. Oh, that's my dream world <laughs> that we were learning. Yeah. Learning these from the beginning. And there are, I mean, there are some amazing, like, I don't know, new agey schools out there, things that teach kids more of that, like body presence and awareness. And you've heard of like yoga in the classrooms and different things, but foundationally having like that understanding of this is, I'm getting like all sciencey nerdy brain, but like my, my brain really identifies with like understanding like these different wavelengths Mm -hmm. of like how we operate of like beta being like, Hey, I'm highly task focused. I am like getting a project done, but I can't stay there all day. If I do, I'm going to burn out. And then there's like alpha, which is like daydreaming. It's like create kind of like a creative mind. You're still present, but you're like softer. And then there's theta, which is like meditative state, relaxation. This is where like regeneration and healing starts to happen. And then Delta and that deeper sleep. Um, I think like understanding that, understanding that we need to like shift gears throughout our day. And maybe like even from like childhood where it's like, we're doing an activity where we're learning about math. And then we go and we like do some yoga, we move in our body, like understanding that we need to shift gears and that it's not all about being in high productivity all the time. I think that would be foundational understanding for all of us. That would be lovely. (laughs) Yeah. Cause then as a 30 some year old, I'm like, oh shit, this isn't the way like it's whatever I was taught is not sustainable. And it makes me want to like opt out of the workforce altogether, which, you know, like I, I know I have like so many gifts and things to share as does everyone, but especially just, I think, you know, the world was really set up for masculine energy. And as a feminine person trying to operate within that, I need to find the feminine way of operating, not just try to like copy the masculine way because eventually, yeah, it will lead to burnout. So I want to talk a little bit then about the hands-on component. So you have two parts to your business. You have the in-person clinic that you have, and then you also have online offerings. So with the in-person, you know, if somebody doesn't live close to Bend, uh, what would, who would they even search for in terms of care? And then what is the the hands-on, I don't want to say like it, it changes the experience a lot, right? Like for me, I can do so much healing work on myself, but then I go to a healer in her physical presence and she puts her hands on me and I'm like, oh my God, like this is like so much different. So talk a little bit about the difference between the in-person and the the hands-on work. Yeah, absolutely. So my in-person practice, it's called Heart of Life and it's in Bend. And yes, like wonderful. I serve people in the the central Oregon area and some people even like come over the pass, like if they're in over the mountainside basically. Um, but that basically what that work is doing is it's, um, and I love that description that you just had about like the difference it is between when you're like working on yourself and then someone else. I like literally think of that in a similar analogy of like a coach looking at you like maybe you're playing a sport even and you're like shooting a basketball and they're like didn't like seeing your wrist and your ankle and like all these things that you don't see that's like reminds me a lot of this work in person because what the majority of what we're 
sort of allowing and helping and supporting your nervous system to process through, through in-person hands-on work is what is beneath the surface. It's what we call the subconscious. And so think about this for a second. You are conscious of one to 5% of everything that your nervous system is housing. So that's all those experiences over your life. So small. What that means is the 95 to 99% of information that's stored in your nervous system, typically the stuff that you might view as like holding you back or creating discomfort or disease in your body is in that other portion of the nervous system. So you're not really consciously aware of it. And so when you have someone like myself, who's then trained to basically like help support the body to actually move through the stuff that's beneath the surface and stored and housed in the nervous system. And it's really what I love most about this work is it's not it's not manipulating your body. It's it's literally helping your body reconnect, um, helping your body like peel back the onion layers of where it's been disconnected to. So it's a it's a beautiful modality that um, you're. It kind of takes people through a couple phases. It's like first we got to unwire like what's what patterns are running in the nervous system that aren't serving us. It's like slowing those down and getting those to not be taking up so much time and energy in your body. And then when we slow those down enough, there's more information flowing through the nervous system and that extra energy can go towards your body expanding that bandwidth and learning how to process every single day more efficiently. That might be as simple as like you get to the end of your day and you're not tired or you don't have that back pain or that whatever that may be. And then there's like this revitalizing piece that's like opening that bandwidth beyond what you thought was even possible where now like you just have that extra juice for life again. You have like that extra oomph because there's more available resources for you. And then like anchoring that in as like your new normal. That's kind of this process that I love to lead people through in person. Those looking for that care elsewhere, you can search for, there's a couple different things I would search for. And I will always preface that chiropractic is an art and people really do practice it so differently. So also, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I might have a suggestion in your area, but I would search for like a vitalistic chiropractor or a um, tonal chiropractor. There's this, the modalities that I studied were biogeometric integration, um, network spinal analysis, NSA, that's another one you can search and kind of just see if they, if that's what resonates with you. There's, um, yeah, like I said, everyone's so unique in how they offer in practice. And there are like a small amount of docs that actually do specifically what I do. Um, and I, I want that to expand. I want to see more of this work in the world. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And I'll put Dr. Jessica's Instagram handle in the show notes as well if you want to reach out to her after this and see if she has any suggestions for your area. What I just keep thinking about is this concept of just like safety, like somebody else's hands on you in a like loving, caring, healing manner, like really allowing you to trust yourself again. And like, like, yeah, I can put my hands on myself and be like, it is safe to trust me. But if somebody else is like also guiding me through that process, it's just like completely amplified. So I'm so glad that you're doing this work. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit more too about your work with Lighten Your Load. So would you be able to talk a little bit about that for people that are maybe looking for tools to help improve that overall bandwidth? And, you know, I know you cover like boundary setting. There's a lot of stuff within there. Yeah. So let me even start with, because I have a new offering that's totally free that you can kind of get like, if you were like, hey, teach me more how to create safety in my body, um, 
And then if you want to take it a step further, lighten your load is kind of my next piece thing. But I created this well-resourced woman um, resource. It's a webinar that I recorded and and now I have you have, you can access the replay for free. And it's basically like, I think everyone deserves this information, right? Like what we're talking about right here, we all deserve those tools and awarenesses. And like, we could go back to elementary school and learn this. Uh, like, hey, this is your way to do that. Um, so basically with that, that one hour freebie for you, um, you will get that, like a framework, kind of what I'm talking about, but like visually, so you can see a framework for understanding your nervous system and how to access like your unique healing within your nervous system. And then I go in that in depth in that video of like different tools for safety, creating safety within your nervous system. And then, um, another step further, how to like process and metabolize emotions. Um, that is kind of, we talked about that of like feeling like we harbor or stuff down. All that is really taught to in our society and as women. So learning how to free up and express emotions is a big part too, to helping our nervous system regulate. Um, so that's all kind of bundled together with there and an act like a little meditation activation to really have access to your well-resourced woman. So if you feel like you're like, I don't even know what that feels like, or maybe I just want to deepen that relationship, that's for you. And then if you want to take it a step further, Lighten Your Load is a six-week course and it is step-by-step really building that awareness. This is me like in a self-paced course, taking your hand and saying, hey, this is how we're going to concentrate and focus on really building up that bandwidth in your nervous system, starting with, as I said, simply like awareness, moving into alignment. Alignment to me is like viewing all these areas of your life and actually aligning with how your body is designed to function. So most of us are kind of like not even knowing it, kind of working against our bodies and creating more stress and chaos in our lives. Alignment is so much deeper than what we think we should be doing. We all know, quotes, know that we should be eating healthy, know that we should be moving our bodies. Alignment is so much deeper than that. It's like learning how to restore the natural like rhythms within your body and your nervous system. And then going into integration, I share that course is like everything I would want you to know if you're my in-person client and beyond. Like if you don't have access to me in person, I'm going to teach you everything I can to help you integrate the past experiences that are stored up within your nervous system so that you can kind of clear that plate and open up that bandwidth just with tools and awareness and practices. I love that you're, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's that like safe, stable foundation because yeah, if you've been in survival mode for most of your life, like it's really hard to build anything off of that. I mean, business owner or not, you really have to like, this is the work and it's not always like easy. It's not always fun. I know for me, there's like lots of tears and like, God, why, why do I have to do this? And I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Cause, cause this is the, this is how it was meant to happen. Right. Like we are, you know, our generation is the cycle breakers. We're really meant to do things a lot differently. And the way the world has been working, like it doesn't work for everyone and it's up to us to change it. So I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about some of these topics. I know this, like we really haven't, I haven't covered nervous system regulation very much on the podcast at all. So this I think is going to be a really great introduction to the topic on this. So I'd love to hear, you know, and this can be outside of nervous system regulation, you know, our our last question for, for this episode, what is something that you are really into right now that you are like so excited about learning about, you can't stop like researching it or just something that like, you know, it could be like a book or maybe it's like a a TV show or just something that you're really into right now. 
wow, there, I mean, my mind can span in many directions, but I just keep coming back to like that conscious parenting piece. And like, I know even more having understanding of like what I am passing on and what I'm not passing on and like taking ownership over my own stuff. Dr. Shafali, I don't know her last name at the moment, but she has like some really amazing books that I've been like geeking out on about conscious parenting. And oh gosh, there's a whole list I have in my brain stored somewhere. But I feel like like anything, we like hyper focus in on little areas of our life that bring us joy. And they do, they expand so many other areas. So that I just learning more about how I can be a great parent really fills me up right now. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. And I will put links to where you can learn more from Dr. Jessica in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me. This was so great. And I'm sure people are really going to learn a ton from this. Is there anywhere else that people can find you? Um, Website? Is Instagram your main point of contact? And what does working with you look like? My Instagram is a great way to find me. Chelsea will share. It's at at Heart of Life Bend. And website is another way to find me, especially if you're looking for in-person work. But I would say go to the go to Instagram. That's the main main spot you can find me and you can find anything you need or contact me there. A huge, huge thank you to Dr. Jessica for coming on the podcast. I know that that was so, so helpful for me to listen to, and I hope that you got a ton out of this interview as well. I will put everything in the show notes where you can connect further with Dr. Jessica. And if you live locally next to her in Bend, Oregon, highly, highly recommend going and paying her a visit at her office so you can experience some of her hands-on magic for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please tag me on Instagram. I'm at Expand with Chelsea and tag Dr. Jessica. She is at Heart of Life Bend. And let us know what you loved. I know that this type of work will continue to be more and more important, especially as we get further into our careers and further into, I mean, honestly, like just getting older, I feel like the stress bucket, unless we purposefully empty it, we weren't really taught how to do that in school. So doing self-practices like nervous system regulation is going to become even more important. If you haven't yet left a rating interview for the podcast, I'd really appreciate you taking just a couple of moments of your time to go do so. It really helps me and it helps other people find the show as well. All you have to do is go to iTunes and push the little button at the bottom that looks like a pencil, pencil, pen and notepad and leave your review. It only takes a couple of moments and I really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next episode. 